0: Hello, this is my second monologue on Substack, and I'm recording this a day before it's published. Sadly, I'm having to go back to the office for a couple of days this week, and I know that I won't have time to write or produce a monologue, so I I hope I can be forgiven for describing something that is done today. It is still pitch black outside mind you, it's just before 8 o'clock and I've got the puppy in with me who's very quiet, two lamps on my desk and apart from my wife who's on the phone I think next door, it is very very quiet. I've headed this The Games We Play and it picks up upon the post that I shared with you yesterday about ideas. I called it ideas are so aggravating. And if you recall, if you've read the post, or if not, don't worry, I started off with a quote, and I would say it's a seminal quote for me, in terms of where I'm headed, from the book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And he says this, he says, most of us have two lives, the life we live, and the unlived life within us. Between the two stands resistance. Now, that for me has been my life's work. As I said in the post, the unlived life, to bring that to the fore, to understand who I am at the deepest, most spirit-full level, as well as being spiritual along the way. And it's not been easy by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, it's been bloody hard in places. Throwing myself into a business when I was 19 and green as green, dealing with a person twice my age who was going through what I can only describe as something akin to a midlife crisis, losing the business, starting again, going back to university and on and on it goes but the point is and the reason for this podcast is that whether I like it or not throughout that period of time I've been playing various games hence the reference to Robert Esteropp's book The Master Game and I first came across his book um, whether this was serendipitous or not, I don't know, when I read the book The e Revisited by Michael E. Gerber. And there are two quotes from Robert Esterop, one from the, Masters game, the Master Game and the other from The Warrior's Way, which I'll come to in a minute, which is a memoir of Robert Esterop. And in case you don't know who he is, and I'll save you the time to look him up on wikipedia this is what it says it says robert s de Ropp, 1913 to 1987 was an english biochemist and a researcher and academic in that field after retiring from biochemistry he brought other long-time personal interests to the fore becoming becoming a prominent author in the fields of human potential and the search spiritual enlightenment and you could say that he was a student and practitioner of Gurdjieff's work George Gurdjieff that is and P.D. Uspensky who was I suppose Gurdjieff's principal student his main advocate but I don't need to go into all of that the point that I want to raise with you is to consider what game you're playing Robert S. Durant puts these games into certain character, uh, categories, which he calls low games and high games. And in the low games category, he describes them thus, hog in trough, which he thinks of where the aim is wealth, cock on dunghill, which is fame, and the moloch game, glory or victory. And I think that's a reference to the Uh, the number of people that he saw killed in the First World War. In other words, they, not necessarily just the armed services, but they go into something for the glory or victory. And then they start to question whether they've made the right choice. In the middle somewhere is Household Game, (coughs) excuse me. And above that sits what he calls the Higher Games. And at the bottom of that is the Art Game, which is Beauty. The science game, which is knowledge, the religion game, which is salvation, and the master game, which he calls awakening. And if you've come across Maslow's work, you might be thinking this sounds a little bit like that, with self actualization at the top. I'm not sure. I'm sure you could put it in that context, in other words, a hierarchy. But if you look at what he's describing, he's saying that we should all be finding a game worth playing. He says, in fact, games and aims on the first page seek above all for a game worth playing. Such is the advice of the oracle to modern man. Having found the game, play it with intensity. Play as if your life and sanity depended on it. They do depend on it. And I think for me, when I look back on my life, my work life particularly, I realised that most of the games that I've been playing would fall into the low category. I would like to think that at some stage I might have been pursuing something artistic. I don't mean painting, I mean art in the context of doing my very best work. But of course in the mix there is this whole idea of resistance that Stephen Jenkinson talks about, which is some sort of implacable foe, which prevents us doing what we are called to do, if you wish, to pursue the master game, to pursue enlightenment. And so over the course of the coming weeks, I'm going to spend some time picking apart the master game. And I'll also spend some time talking about The Warrior's Way, which talks about Derop's life and all the various personas that he had during that time and the various things that he did as, a, as somebody who ran an off-grid experiment, as a researcher, as a spiritual person, I suppose. And you might think, well, what the hell has that got to do with me? Well, it has everything to do with you, dear listener. Because I will be inviting the question, I will be asking the question, what game are you playing? Does it fall into the low category or the high category? And if it does fall into the high category, are you pursuing, are you practicing a practice that might get you towards spiritual enlightenment? Whatever that means to you. This isn't guru speak, this isn't woo woo, this is simply asking, are you making the most? of the gifts that you've been given. Because that is essentially what I'm all about. It's what I've always been about, in service to somebody else, trying to help them as a lawyer, trying to help them in recruitment, working in the funeral business. It's always been about serving other people. And I realize now that that is where I come most alive. It's about an impersonal dream for me, not about me, it's all about you. Yes, the money's been in the mix, but anybody who knows me will understand that money has never been a driving force for me. I never turned up to work thinking, how much money can I make? How much am I worth? And in fact, being paid, as, as whimsical as it might sound, was, was a, a pure pleasure. The fact that I was being paid to do some things made the job even more worthwhile. And I know that probably sounds odd coming from a lawyer, but that's where I was coming from at the time. I didn't seek out the highest paid job or the one with the most prestige. I was trying to do something which would serve my higher purpose. So I hope that makes some sort of sense when I referred to the master game. You can actually find it online. It's a free PDF document. I've got the book, though, because I've tried the PDF and it was too difficult to read. I mean, you might be able to put it into a Kindle or something like that. But if you've got any thoughts on what I've been sharing with you over the last few days, I'd love to hear from you. Likewise, on this monologue, if you think it's too long, not right, the quality's not good enough, do tell me, because I'm totally reliant on the feedback that you give me. You know, in terms of the subjects that you want me to talk about again, if there's something that's really getting under your skin, me in particular, or you've got something that you want me to address or answer, you know, what is the thing that most troubles you, most vexes you? What are the things that you want to share with the world? Then let me know. Um, You can always message me and I'll, I'll always do my best to respond the same day, if not soon thereafter. But anyhow, take care. Have a wonderful day. Until the next time.